Welcome to Healing After Baby Loss, the podcast I wish I had eight years ago when my beautiful daughter, Harper Grace, was born still. I have spent the last eight years devoted to healing, and these are the 15 things I wish I had a playbook for. My hope is that you take what serves you and leave what doesn't, but that in these words, as I share our story, you can find hope and healing and know that our nonprofit, stillmama.org, is here for you. I am your host, Doreen Korba, and this is our journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 10. Today, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite things in the whole wide world, nervous system healing. Nervous system healing is my passion, my mission, my purpose in life. But before all of that, it was the thing that I finally had found that healed the trauma of child loss in my body. So I shared that I had gotten to a point where I felt like I had healed my mind. You know, we had, I've done, you know, a great amount of therapy and was feeling strong in my mindset, as strong as you can be. I mean, there's always, I'm always going to miss Harper. I'm always going to love her, right? I'm not ever going to eliminate my grief, nor do I want to, because grief is just the other side of the coin from love with nowhere to go. So I felt stronger in my mind, but right under the surface were tears. And those tears showed me that there was more work to do. And by the grace of God, I had my trauma coach walk into my life who had done her own healing for 12 years and devoted herself. And she had fallen in love with the nervous system work and then became a coach and was trained to facilitate nervous system healing and regulation for others. And I hired her and I explained hiring her like, I wanted to grab her hands, but my heels dug into the sand. (laughs) I was so afraid of what we were going to uncover. I was so afraid that I would get sucked into the darkness, into the abyss. And I think that those of you who have lost children can completely relate to, oh, well, if I look at this with my whole self, will I get swallowed whole by the grief? And the beautiful thing about nervous system regulation is that we move at the pace of the body. So, and I'll I'll talk about that more, but in my journey to finding the nervous system work, I did it for myself. And then um, my coach opened a school to teach other coaches how to become, you know, nervous system practitioners. And I decided to take that school at the time I was a life and business coach and had a really, you know, big, beautiful business there. And I, but I wanted all of the tools I could get my hands on to further my own healing within my body. So I decided to, to invest to the year long school and I went through the school and what happened was something I, I couldn't have planned on. <laughs> I had gone into this for myself and worked on it on myself and on my own healing and my own grief. And then what I found was that it was so profound 
And the healing I had hoped for was finally happening. And I was so blown away that when I finished going, well, like studying and taking all the exams for the school, I decided that my business coaching, you know, the, the, the business side of my work, I wanted to no longer do. I only wanted to do life coaching and I only wanted to focus on this nervous system piece. And I wanted everyone that would listen to me to know about nervous system regulation for trauma healing. So that is actually what I do full-time all day, every day. But I bring this to this podcast because it was at this point when I learned how to titrate the intensity of my emotions that is a, a trauma skill. That is a nervous system technique that we use. I learned how to comfort myself and I learned how to l- very slowly and at the pace my body was ready for go back and heal the trauma of that day that Harper died. Because what happens when you are in the thick of a traumatic experience your body, your nervous system protects you. And my nervous system went into the freeze, the freeze response. There's actually four different responses. There's fight and flight, which you're probably familiar with. You've probably heard, but then there's also freeze and fawn and fawning is people pleasing and um, basically alienating your own needs to make sure other people's needs are met. But mine went into the freeze. And what that meant was I was so overwhelmed. The information learning my child had died was so overwhelming that my nervous system went into the freeze response, which made it kind of like I knew, like mentally I knew what was going on, but it had the information hadn't gone down to like my soul level yet. And we talk about that in the grief world as shock. And absolutely that was shock, but shock is actually the freeze you go into this freeze response. So what that meant though, was that I did this work, this nervous system work to come out of the freeze response. And and by the way, if you're ever interested in learning, you know, more deeply about this, you can follow me on Instagram at Doreen Korba, K-O-R-B-A. And I do a ton of education there. So you can definitely go there and follow me, but I'm just going to kind of keep it very high level today to kind of describe the impact this work had on me. So I went into the freeze response. I'm in shock, which allowed me the ability to move forward and 12 hours later, birth Harper into the world and say goodbye and all of that. I remember thinking in the hospital room, I remember thinking, I am so afraid for when this fully sets in. Like I was, cause I knew having a master's in counseling and having worked in the mental health field, that the reality of the situation had not fully set in. And I was terrified for what it would feel like once it did. And I was right to be terrified because the pain um, that that I endured was, was animalistic. Like it was so, there was so much survival energy happening and it was physical pain too. My heart actually ached. And there is, I was just reading a study about this where that is like a very real thing. Your heart, something about um, your heart doesn't, the valves constrict, so you can't pump as much 
oxygen through and therefore it aches. There's a whole diet, there's a whole like real, (laughs) real thing behind your heart aching, but it was very physical. It wasn't just emotional pain. I could feel the pain in my body, but the pain didn't set in until later. So what that meant was I lived through the trauma of birthing Harper and seeing our parents come into the room and all of that. But that trauma lived in my body for years until I went in with the nervous system tools and went back and healed that. And what I found on this nervous system journey was that that wasn't the first thing that needed to be healed. That was just the largest, most recent thing. I had, you know, like I said on this podcast before, I had been a people pleaser before. I didn't know that was called the fawn response. That was from my childhood with various things that, you know, had happened. And it is all information that led to the death of Harper being so hard, so, so, so hard. And if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, like I've done a lot of work on my mind, but there's so much more work to do. Come follow me on at Doreen Corba. Um, Come let me help you. Let me help educate you. And I, there's lots of tools and tricks and techniques, but the thing that was most profound for me was that I worked with my coach and she could see things that I couldn't see. So when you're in the midst of your own trauma and your own healing journey, there are ways that you've been operating your whole life that are compounding the pain. And you don't realize that there is like another way (laughs) until your coach points it out to you that, oh, well, it's okay. If you are tired all of the time, all day, every day, your body is now starting to feel safe because of this work we're doing. And so you don't need to just like over caffeinate and take more B vitamins. You actually need to sleep. And really learning to listen to my body and watch it very gently come out of this free state that I had been in, that I had been in far before we lost Harper. I just didn't know it. I didn't know. But our nervous systems are so, so smart. They are always trying to protect us. They are always trying to keep us safe. And the thing with the nervous system is time doesn't heal all wounds when it comes to trauma. So time, as time goes by, your mind adapts and gets used to the idea that this child is no longer here, that, and it's, it's as sad and horrifying as it is the mind. I, it finally, like my mind wrapped its head around, okay, this happened and I am moving forward as much as I hate the fact that I have to move forward. I've got Mike and I've got Michael and I need to move forward. Great. That's all that when people talk about time heals all wounds, that's what they're really, they're, they're talking about is the mind piece, but time does not heal the trauma that the body has experienced. Only nervous system tools can do that. And this is, I actually did a masterclass on grief And I will link it here in the show notes that the trauma piece of grief is the missing piece. Most people read the books about grief and they go to therapy and they do all of the 
mindset work and they talk and they get it all out. But then there's really specific stress cycles that have to be finished within the body from those traumatic experiences. And I found that it wasn't just heartburn and birthing her and having the trauma of birthing her and seeing that she had passed and all of that, but it was traumatic to go on and have more children. I was literally putting myself in the same situation that broke me. And I knew that the only way to have my dreams a reality was to try for more children. But that doesn't mean that it was easy. It was next to losing Harper, having more children was the hardest path I've ever walked because I knew at any time anything could happen. And I didn't know if I would recover from a second loss. And I didn't know what that would look like for me or if if my mind and body could handle that. So in this work I had to do, I had to go back to those births, Josie and Quinny's births and do some work around, you know, during those births, there were times that I needed to pause and just wail and cry. And the nurses were like, no, 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 you have to, you have to keep pushing. You have to keep pushing. And that was one of those times where if I just would have listened to my body, I wouldn't have to go back and do this nervous system work to kind of release that. But again, I didn't know. And those nurses didn't know. They were just trying to have a baby arrive safely. And I was having one of the hardest times of my entire life. So I think that if you are a family member or a friend or someone listening in and you think, oh, well, they have more children, they're all better now. That's not how this works. And I'm actually going to have a whole episode on that, but that, that is not how it works at all, (laughs) at all. So highly recommend if you haven't already becoming familiar with the nervous system, with nervous system tools, with nervous system work, understanding that trauma lives in the body and, um, and, and just allowing your nervous system to be open to that and open to getting some additional tools in your toolkit and getting some additional help in those areas, either from me or from anyone that you trust that is well-versed and trained in this area. Um, This has been where I have found the most profound healing. I mean, it's unbelievable how far I have come And I have been doing this now for two and a half years straight, devoted to my own nervous system healing. And it has made the biggest impact on my life. So much so that I changed my entire business around (laughs) and I'm now so passionate and on a mission to share it with as many people as I possibly can, because when it comes to child loss or trauma in general, Um, It is just, it's remarkable, the body and the way the body works and how we can support ourselves so that we can truly find healing. I do believe that the body is always looking for healing, but it doesn't know, it can't, it can't do it on its own because it doesn't feel it has the tools or the safety to. So explore it. All right, my friends, that's what I wanted to talk about today. And I am looking forward to the next five episodes and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.
If you found this podcast helpful, please leave us a review so that others can find this resource too. And if you would like to get involved with our organization or donate to our cause, you can visit us at www.stillmama.org. That's S-T-I-L-L-M-A-M-A dot org.